Today, we're diving into an epic journey, an exploration of what it means to be human, as we discuss the global bestseller, Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind, by Professor Yuval Noah Harari. This book charts the captivating story of us, Homo sapiens, from our humble origins in Africa to our current status as the most dominant species on Earth. Harari masterfully highlights the unique qualities that set us apart from other life forms, particularly our ability to create and believe in shared narratives and myths. This remarkable ability has allowed us to cooperate in large groups, outlive other human species, and shape the world in ways no other creature has done before. The narrative unfolds in four groundbreaking revolutions that have defined our species. The cognitive revolution, where we developed imagination and complex thought. The agricultural revolution, marking our shift from nomadic life to settled societies. The unification of humankind, where diverse human cultures gradually came into global contact. And the scientific revolution, initiating a period of rapid technological and societal evolution that continues today. As we delve into these revolutions, we'll also grapple with the profound questions that Harari raises about the ethical and practical implications of our dominance. In a world of rapidly advancing technology and science, what does it mean for us to hold such power? And what responsibilities come with it? In the first section of the book, Yuval Noah Harari discusses the cognitive revolution, a turning point in the history of Homo sapiens that occurred around 70,000 BC. This was the period when Homo sapiens, already anatomically modern, began to demonstrate signs of complex cognition, such as the ability to create and understand symbols, language, and abstract concepts. Harari postulates that this cognitive leap forward more than anything else set Homo sapiens apart from other human species and allowed them to eventually dominate the globe. Harari's central argument is that the cognitive revolution gave Homo sapiens the unique ability to believe in shared myths and stories, leading to unprecedented levels of cooperation. Unlike other species, Homo sapiens could create and believe in things that did not materially exist, such as gods, nations, or corporations. This ability to create a shared belief system, or what Harari terms as collective fictions, meant that Homo sapiens could cooperate in larger groups than was possible for other species. Language also played a crucial role in the cognitive revolution. Not only did it allow for more efficient communication, but it also enabled humans to talk about abstract concepts and fictional entities. Language enabled the sharing of ideas, the passing of knowledge, and the establishment of cultural norms, all of which contributed to the survival and success of Homo sapiens. The cognitive revolution led to the first wave of human migration out of Africa. Armed with superior cognitive abilities, Homo sapiens began to move into new territories, often outcompeting or even driving to extinction other human species they encountered, such as the Neanderthals in Europe. Harari argues that the cognitive revolution, marked by the development of complex cognition, shared myths, and language, was the key factor that allowed Homo sapiens to rise from being just one of many human species to the dominant species on Earth. This ability to create and believe in collective fictions enabled large-scale cooperation and coordination, setting the stage for everything that was to come in human history. 
Harari devotes the second section of his book to the Agricultural Revolution, a key epoch in human history which began around 10,000 BC. According to Harari, the Agricultural Revolution was not just a shift from a nomadic, hunter-gatherer lifestyle to a settled, farming one. Rather, it was a fundamental reordering of human life that had profound effects on our species and the planet. This transition marked a move from foraging to farming, which allowed Homo sapiens to create more permanent settlements and, eventually, the first complex societies. The development of agriculture, Harari suggests, resulted in a surplus of food, which allowed human populations to grow exponentially. The availability of surplus food also meant that not everyone had to be engaged in food production. This led to the emergence of diverse roles within societies, such as artisans, priests, and warriors, thereby establishing the basis for social stratification. However, Harari also emphasizes the downsides of the agricultural revolution. While it increased the amount of food per unit of territory, it often decreased the overall variety of food, leading to less balanced diets and more disease. Furthermore, it tied people to their land, resulting in longer working hours compared to the forager lifestyle. Additionally, the resulting population growth led to denser human settlements, which in turn led to the spread of diseases. Despite these drawbacks, the agricultural revolution led to the development of new technologies and more complex societal structures, setting the stage for the subsequent unification of humankind. The growth of these settlements eventually gave rise to the first cities and states, marking the beginning of civilization as we know it. Intriguingly, Harari frames the agricultural revolution as a kind of fraud. He argues that while the shift to agriculture ultimately allowed for the rise of modern civilization, it often resulted in a poorer quality of life for the average human being when compared to the forager lifestyle. This paradox, that an innovation which enabled the growth and development of our species also caused significant hardship, is a central theme in Harari's examination of the agricultural revolution. The most far-reaching impact of the agricultural revolution was perhaps its effect on the Earth's ecosystem. The rise of farming resulted in the widespread transformation of the landscape, as humans cleared vast areas of land for their crops and livestock. Over time, this led to a significant loss of biodiversity and changes in the environment, shaping the world we live in today. The agricultural revolution was a double-edged sword for Homo sapiens, providing the means for technological innovation, societal complexity, and population growth, but also introducing new challenges such as disease, social inequality, and environmental changes. This period of human history, as Harari compellingly argues, laid the groundwork for the world as we know it today. In Harari's panoramic view of human history, the concept of the unification of humankind occupies a central place. This unification wasn't achieved in a day, but occurred gradually as diverse human cultures came into contact with each other, integrating and intermingling their ideas, systems, and ideologies. Central to this unification process are what Harari calls universal orders, namely money, empires, and religions. These are systems of rules and beliefs that cross different cultures and societies, enabling global interaction and cooperation. Money, as Harari presents it, 
transcends cultural boundaries and serves as a universal medium of exchange. It transformed into a universally accepted system of trust and faith, ushering in an era of global trade networks and fostering cooperation between different groups of people on an unprecedented scale. Empires, though often associated with conquest and subjugation, are depicted by Harari as significant catalysts of cultural integration. By absorbing various independent cultures, empires facilitated an exchange of ideas and ways of life, promoting a cross-cultural pollination on a grand scale. The role of religion, particularly universal religions like Christianity, Islam, and Buddhism, is also crucial in the unification narrative. These religions crossed geographical and cultural boundaries, uniting diverse peoples under a shared moral and belief system. Harari, however, does not downplay the conflicts and violence that often accompanied these unifying processes. The expansion of empires often involved warfare and colonization, and the spread of universal religions sometimes sparked religious wars and persecution. Similarly, the advent of money and global economic systems led to social inequality and exploitation. In Harari's analysis, the historical process leading to the unification of humankind are nuanced and multi-layered. Money, empires, and religions are depicted as primary vehicles of unification, enabling the interplay and cooperation among diverse cultures. Nonetheless, Harari urges readers to critically engage with the complexities and contradictions that accompany the history of human unification. The scientific revolution marked a profound shift in the way humans interact with the world around them. Unlike the previous eras, during which progress was slow and often tied to agricultural or societal development, the scientific revolution introduced an unprecedented rate of discovery and advancement. Its inception can be traced back to Europe in the 16th and 17th centuries, when a new approach to knowledge and understanding began to take shape characterized by a willingness to question established truths and an insatiable curiosity about the natural world. Harari posits that the central idea behind the scientific revolution is the admission of ignorance, a novel concept at the time. By acknowledging that they did not have all the answers, humans became more open to seeking new knowledge. This spurred exploration, experimentation, and eventually breakthroughs in various fields of study from physics and chemistry to biology and human anatomy. It led to the development of the scientific method, which relies on hypothesis, experimentation, and observation to understand and explain the universe. The scientific revolution also had profound effects on society and culture. It gave rise to industrialization and capitalism. The newly discovered laws of nature allowed humans to manipulate their environment in ways never before possible leading to the Industrial Revolution. Machines, factories, and new means of transportation transformed economies and societies. Capitalism, with its emphasis on growth, investment, and profit, emerged as the dominant economic system. This system, fueled by scientific and technological innovation, has created unprecedented wealth and prosperity, but it also brought about significant economic and social disparities. Moreover, the scientific revolution introduced the concept of progress. Unlike in the pre-modern world, where time was generally seen as cyclical and history as unchanging, 
the modern world views history as linear and values constant improvement in technology, society, and human welfare. This idea of progress is so ingrained in modern consciousness that it's difficult to imagine a world without it. Furthermore, Harari discusses the future implications of continued scientific advancement. He talks about the potential for biological engineering, artificial intelligence, and other technologies to further transform society. These advancements might blur the line between Homo sapiens and artificially intelligent entities or even genetically modified organisms. In essence, the scientific revolution has not just reshaped our understanding of the universe, but it has fundamentally altered how we live, interact, and perceive ourselves as a species. It has propelled Homo sapiens into an era of unprecedented power and potential, but it also presents complex challenges and ethical dilemmas that humanity will need to navigate in the coming years. Sapiens, a brief history of humankind, invites us to reflect on our species' monumental journey from insignificance to global dominance. This journey has been marked by three critical revolutions, each of which has left an indelible mark on our trajectory. The Cognitive Revolution, the Agricultural Revolution, and the Scientific Revolution. The Cognitive Revolution, occurring around 70,000 years ago, transformed Homo sapiens into a species capable of imagination, cooperation, and creation of complex societal systems. It gave birth to our ability to conceive and believe in shared myths, stories, and abstract concepts, which served as the foundation of human societies, enabling us to form larger and more complex groups than any other species on Earth. Next, the agricultural revolution around 10,000 years ago marked a drastic shift in our lifestyle. From nomadic hunter-gatherers, we transitioned into settled farmers, giving rise to permanent settlements, advanced societal structures, and a boom in population. However, this revolution was a mixed blessing. While it fostered technological innovation and societal complexity, it also introduced social inequality, more labor-intensive lifestyles, and the spread of diseases. The unification of humankind was a gradual process, brought about through the development of money, empires, and religions. These universal orders fostered cooperation among diverse groups, facilitating global contact and cultural exchange despite their inherent conflicts and drawbacks. Finally, the scientific revolution, which began around 1500 AD, ushered in an era of exponential technological progress and societal transformation that continues to this day. This revolution was fueled by humanity's willingness to acknowledge its own ignorance and its relentless pursuit of knowledge, leading to monumental changes such as industrialization, capitalism, and the concept of progress. As we look back on our species' journey, we must confront the immense power we wield today. Homo sapiens have the unique ability to alter entire ecosystems and dictate the course of evolution. This power brings with it significant ethical and practical considerations, particularly as we face potential future developments like genetic engineering and artificial intelligence. Sapiens challenges us to consider our origins, our journey, and our future as a species. It invites us to reflect on our shared myths and realities, our triumphs and follies, and the immense responsibility that comes with being the planet's most dominant species. As we move forward, we are reminded that our power is both a testament to our unique capabilities 
and a call to stewardship for the world we have come to shape.